This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Say, senor. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, y'all, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Gee, I don't know. How about Babs Bush? Okay. A little tip of the cap, a little uh, loving uh, remembrance of the old lady who looked like the Quaker Oats man, but uh, by all accounts was a fine and decent human, according to most people. A lot of comments from her um, uh, kids about how tough she was or how strict a disciplinarian she was and everything Mm -hmm. like that, and then joking about it. Um, I would like to hear examples. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. You know, about her being really strict, but them as adults thinking that's fantastic. Because mm. that's not necessarily the way the world looks at a lot of things in families and schools and whatnot. So I'd be kind of interested in that. Perhaps a book will be written by Jeb, who has plenty of time. Um, Please clap. I would like to find whichever particular plant is causing my allergies so many problems, and I am going to cover it in gasoline and burn it all to the ground within a 500-mile radius of where I live. I will burn it all to the ground. Wow. Defoliation. Absolutely. Go Agent Orange. Absolutely. I was playing golf with some dudes Saturday. They were were not functional. They were suffering. They were on their knees. Oh, my God. Terrible. Yeah, there's something extra special this year. It's killing me. And my wife and my kids. Mm. So I'm going to burn it to the ground. Wow. There you go. <laughs> oh, burn everything geez. just to make sure you get it. Yeah. It can be nothing but charred black earth. <laughs> if I looked nice. out the window and saw nothing but charred black dirt for as far as I can see, yes. I think that is awesome. Jack Popcalypse now. I think how relaxing. I can step outside with no pollen whatsoever. Jeez. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> Press some buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Are this morning, Mario? I'm doing good. Uh, one of the coolest things I saw this weekend, you know, we were talking about Barbara Bush, is there was a photograph of Melania Trump, uh, the Bush sons, uh, the Obamas, and the Clintons all together for a group photo and all smiling. And it was pretty cool to see everybody together. Is like, you know, hey, we can actually exist. We can coexist with each other, you know? Yeah. I, I saw that uh, picture labeled, smile if you voted for Hillary, because they all were, and smile if you won the popular vote. <laughs> Um, see, people, it's a funeral. There's no time. You shouldn't be making fun. But, you know, yeah, they all they all got along, and that's fine. They all do at funerals and stuff like that. But the straw that stirs the drink was not there, yeah. uh, Donald Trump. And for good reason. That was a very good choice for him to not be there. Right. right. For all kinds of reasons. 
I heard one commentator suggest it was disrespectful. No. And I thought, who, who are, what are you thinking? It would have become all about him immediately. To his delight. To his delight, right. but uh, to nobody else's. Right. I mean, and immediately, before he got there, while he was there, after he was there, the whole thing would have been about him. Um, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I feel obligated to alert and let uh, to alert the audience, let everybody know that the lettuce is out to kill you. There are 53 cases spreading over 16 states where uh, lettuce has the the E dot coli. People need to stop pooping on the lettuce. Well, or you can do like I do and outsource your vegetables to the things you eat. Right? Like I, lettuce isn't food. That's what food eats. Like I have things that eat lettuce, then I eat those things, <laughs> protecting me from the E. coli infected lettuce. So just a little healthy tip for the rest of you, mm-hmm. honey. What is this dressing? It's excrement. Ew! Oh, wow, <laughs> that's pretty disgusting. I uh. I, I like it lightly dressed. You should hang out at our house. My kids would think you were hilarious with your poopy talk at breakfast time. I'm sure time they would. Dinner time. <laughs> I'm sure they would. While everybody else is trying to eat. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. A lot of excitement worldwide as the British royal family is celebrating the, the birth of their newest member. Duchess uh, Kate and Prince uh, William welcomed their third uh, child, a son, this Man, morning. They got on the having kids. Yeah. I didn't realize they were up to three already. Yep, eight pounds, seven ounces. Now, I, I got to tell you guys, I tried to get in touch with Armstrong Giddy's uh, London correspondent, Nigel Rotund. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the three. I believe phone... he was off on an eating tour on the continent. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> and the three numbers I have for him are all disconnected. It's notoriously hard to get a hold of. Yeah, but I thought he would have been great yeah, to you, comment about the birth. You call him up and this number has been disconnected. Yeah. He's one of those people. Yeah. He's gone to ground, as they say. <laughs> yeah, oh. He's foundering. So. Yes. Apparently so. So anyway, I'm not going to have a, uh, you know, from the scene report about the royal That's birth. But I Maybe I can out. reach him. Right. He, uh, he generally answers my calls. Right, Did good. you mention a, uh, a name for this kid? No name yet. No name yet. There's a lot of people guessing, you know, Prince Albert, ho, 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 uh, you know, Prince Charles, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. I mean, there's, you know, there's their names making the rounds. All right. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Monday, April 23rd, the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 218. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. I vote for Kingy McKingface. Hmm? Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. I don't think I want to be a hero. I think I just want to be James, and James used what he had to free himself, and in the midst of freeing himself, he saved, you know, people. Well said, my friend. Well said. That's the guy who ran the shooter at the Waffle House, ran at it, and grabbed his gun. A Mr. James Shaw. Which I think he probably realizes better than anybody else. Could have easily gone the other direction, but didn't, for whatever reason. Yep. He's a brave man, and I love his description. You know, I tried to save myself. Turns out I saved a lot of people, but geez, I did what I had to do. And for whatever good reason, good for you, sir. Good for, for you. And for whatever reason, he didn't get shot. Yep. You run at the shooter, you might make it, you might not. But that's a rough. Yeah, one. but running at the shooter is a hell of a good way oh, yeah. to make sure nobody else gets shot. Yep. Well done, sir. Um, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? As you were mentioning, the manhunt is continuing for the Waffle House shooter. The man who stopped him hailed as a hero. North Korea, front and center over the weekend. And it turns out drinking may increase hearing loss at loud concerts. What was that? Drinking. Yes, exactly. What was that? The story is coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Giddy. Did you see the 60 Minutes report on Facebook last night? I thought that illuminated a couple of things that I didn't understand before about this whole story. And uh, we'll bring that to you a little bit later. I'm pro-illumination. Excellent.
And I'm, I'm definitely more convinced than ever that Zuckerberg's just a shark. Oh, yeah. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. We have the weekly shower thoughts ready, and our featured email of the day is entitled, My Daughter Was Called a Nazi. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Sounds like one of those articles from a women's magazine my mom used to read. <laughs> we'll talk about the weekend and the news of the day and all that sort of thing. I do think we've entered the first slump in news since Trump announced for president in June of 2015. I would agree. The signs are unmistakable. Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. No C-bombs today? Can we go the whole morning without a C-bomb? A C-bomb? I wouldn't mind it. I don't even want to say the word. Do tell. Former director of the FBI? Oh, no, no, no. I will not take that vow. No C-bombs, even though he's in San Francisco tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Doing a little book signing or something? He has united a divided nation in antipathy of him. Right. Well, we should thank him for that. He's going to head over to San Quentin and, and, and declare a bunch of people were uh, extremely careless with shooting people, but uh, we won't be prosecuting. Hey, huh? now. Mailbag. No C-bombs. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm promising. Forget it. It's about to come up. Oh, no. Yeah. What? Deal with it. What? Deal with it. Here are your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich at Salt Lake City. Then we'll be back to freedom, love, and quotes of the day tomorrow. Despotism, love, and quotes of the day. Latin phrases, if you want to send them in. I, I love it. We're going to start with, like, really a downer, <clears throat> and then move on from there. Trust me. You're going to start by bringing us way down? Oh, yeah. And then try to build us back up? Yes. Wow. Like a Marine. It's an interesting entertainment idea. We Come can't... out on stage and just depress the hell out of people. Yes. And then try to recover right. the rest of the night. Right. <laughs> I am the puppet master. <laughs> the candles you blow out on a birthday cake... Represent the years extinguished from your life. Oof. They go. That's true. They the, go. They're past. Yes. You know what I'm trying to embrace? And maybe it's because I got a, got a couple of gray hearts at the temple or whatever. It's just, the idea of not blindly pretending that you're going to live forever, et cetera, et cetera. Because the one thing you hear from the people who have regrets uh, at the end of their life is that they failed to appreciate how it's short, and you got to make the most of it. You know, I feel like I'm having the opposite experience, though. Well, you you had your kids older. That, that'll do that to you. That's no. like a fire hose inoculation of life purpose. No, it was the, it was the cancer thing. So oh. I, I lived my whole life living as if I would <clears throat> live forever. Mm-hmm. Then when I had cancer, then I became acutely aware I'm not going to live forever, and it has made life less enjoyable. Oh. I was enjoying life more when I, was, <laughs> I felt like it would never end. Maybe you should take one of my less awareness seminars. <laughs> yes. I need to be less aware. Yes. Well, I think I think you and, and people like you probably are outliers. Of, well, obviously, among us regular dopes who haven't actually stared. I liked it better uh, before. Dr. D in the face. Now, and, every day, month, year that goes by, I think, oh, my God. I've only got a few of these left, and that one's gone. Wow. It happened so fast. Have you considered <laughs> abusing OxyContin or something? I might. Wow. You know, uh, they say they can fix that, that particular problem I've got, with uh, mushrooms, they think. Remember we talked yeah, about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not willing to try that. And if it's no, not you fixed, should. you had a heck of an afternoon. 
Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you. Sure made the concert great. From what, I, from what I've read, they're amazing. Uh, <laughs> well, if that could cure you for the rest of your days, oh, well, yeah, it's up right. to you. Maybe yeah. well, I'll ask you whether you want to discuss that sometime. Go to it's Coachella to and do that and come back fine. Or, or not. Or just take a walk. <laughs> or just take a walk really? and have your mind blown. Yeah. Teach a man. Here, here's where I build you up. Teach a man to fish, and you feed him for life. Teach a man to Google, and you'd never have to need him. To, oh, I'm sorry, I ruined it. You ruined it. So much I've, for the building up. Ah, ah. Maybe, maybe I'm tearing you down more. <laughs> I just, I didn't warn you that I was going to. Part of my puppet mastery. Hmm? All right. Teach a man to fish, and you feed him for life. Teach a man to Google, and you'd never need to teach him to fish in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? The guy, is, that's wrong and cynical. Did you see the guy on 60 Minutes last night running Google with his brain? Mm, I did not. Ooh, yeah. That's scary uh, stuff. Well, that, I, you know, we're going there, and that we're already there. It's just, you know, how long till it all gets into everybody's head? Got a little contraption on his head that soon will be, you know, so small you don't see it, but a contraption on his head that he could think Google the capital of Bulgaria, and mm. then it would pop into his head the name and the Bulgaria uh, city, all the information. <laughs> you, you have the entire internet in your brain. You can ask for whatever you want without with, telepathically and then get the information telepathically. Wow. And he did it right there on 60 Minutes. It's there. We're there. Wow. I'll have to watch that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine when we've all got that attached to our brains? <sighs> it's going to change things. <laughs> well, uh, maybe I should write a book. <laughs> it's going to change things. Well, I, I just, everything, I was thinking, okay, how do I answer that? Everything that popped in my head was like, Completely affected by that. Yeah, I don't. I can't work relationships, down moments. I I think we'll kill ourselves. We will. We can't handle it. We'll have no ability to just let our mind wander. Oh, speaking of the evolution of man uh, for good and ill, I believe we're talking to Jonah Goldberg tomorrow. Correct? Yeah, I'm reading his book, uh, Suicide of the West, something, 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 tribalism, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, it's excellent. It may be the most important. It could be a, a turning point in humanity. If this book catches on. Wow, what was I it think it's called? Great. Moby Dick? What's the uh, full title of it? Moby Dick, Tale of the White Whale? Yeah. We'll come up with it. Oh, you know what? I've, it occurs to me. Google gotta... Jonah Goldberg. If you can't find it, you're not smart enough to understand it. Oh, my God. You know nothing about customer service. Suicide of the West. How the rebirth of tribalism, populism, nationalism, and identity politics is destroying American democracy. Epic and debate shifting, according to David Brooks. We'll talk to Jonah tomorrow. Where's the whale come in? Toward the end. (laughs) Back to the shower thoughts. Our parents warned us for years about the dangers of the internet while knowing nothing about it. Then finally dove in and fell for every single one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. If you see someone wearing a $20,000 watch, it's hard to know if they're really good with money or really bad with money. Good point. Yeah, that's, that's well said. And finally, or an expensive this. car. Yeah, you, that's a, that's a great thing to learn mm-hmm. throughout your life. I'll, I'll tell my kids that when they're old enough to completely understand. That doesn't mean he's got a lot of money. It means he spent or he or she spent a lot of money on that car. They may not have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Our next door neighbor, when I was a kid, they drove new cars all the time up to the point that they went bankrupt. Yeah. So doesn't really tell you anything. I think I like the uh, to, to paraphrase the shower thought. You see somebody driving a really expensive car; they're either really good with their money or really bad with it. It's sure. one or the other. Yeah, and and look at them, stare at them till you figure out which it is. <laughs> Finally, this: if your identical twin got plastic surgery, it would be hard not to feel a little insulted. <laughs> <laughs> funny. funny. That is funny. that's funny. 
And now our feature email of the day. Because you look alike, you see. Scary music, Michael. My daughter was called a Nazi. Hmm. Nurse Meg writes, Yesterday in high school history class, a debate was held about conscientious objection during the Vietnam War. My 16-year-old daughter stated living in America comes with great privileges. Along with that comes with great responsibility, etc., etc., Several students had solid rebuttal arguments, but she was shocked when one student said, you know who else rounded up people and deported them? The Nazis. Many classmates said, yeah, that's right. The debate then devolved into name-calling. <laughs> yes. Of course, President Trump was mentioned more than once. My daughter came home amazed at how that one word stopped all reasonable debate. All I could do was agree with her and be thankful I raised a child who can think with her mind instead of emotions. What's that saying, that Latin saying? Uh, reductio, uh, reductio <laughs> at uh, Hitlerum. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. At the point that anybody brings up Hitler, the argument is over. Yeah, and it's true. Yeah. Or Nazis. Yeah. Nazi Germany. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the topic of I, iPhone and or Facebook listening in, boy, we get an email uh, like this every single day. Sometimes I share them. Sometimes I don't. Because what is mere coincidence, uh, or just the uh, aware? What does they call the awareness bias? Uh, somebody makes you aware of a phenomenon, you start to notice it. It may have happened to you a thousand times, but it didn't occur to you. But I think this one's notable. I Came, st- once you told me about awareness bias, I started recognizing it everywhere. That is so weird. <laughs> I, I came, get. I came home from work and my daughter was watching Shark Tank. That's a good good kid or or young adult. I start scrolling through Facebook and a suggested video for Love Pops came up. The exact product being pitched on Shark Tank right then. I've never heard of these or seen them before. I showed her I my. I got a love pop for you. Oh boy, huh? what do you want me to do to it? Huh? I showed her my phone. We both looked back and forth at the TV and the phone a couple of times. Forgive me for ever doubting you, Rob. Yeah, well, that's, all right. That's, You're forgiven. That's a tough one. Yep. On a completely different topic, spam. Not uh, unwanted email, but the delicious ham-based meat. Uh, this is uh, Adam from the fake state of Hawaii. <laughs> Gents, spam is such a hot commodity in Hawaii. And I've heard that, by the way. I've heard that many times. Spam is extremely popular on the island. Why? I don't know. It's fine. It's ham and water. I'll eat it, but it's not often it's the best choice. I don't seek it out or right. get excited when it's put in front of me. But uh, I'll do my best to read this as written, Adam. <clears throat> Spam is such a hot commodity in Hawaii that the local Walmart has to keep it locked up to prevent it from being stolen. Stupid, sad Hawaiians. And he attaches a picture and says, says who? This picture. All of it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Very nice, Adam. Very, very nice. And now a C-bomb. How much time do we have, Michael? About 45 seconds. Yes, we ran out of time for the C-bomb. I don't have time for that. Ran out of time for the C-bomb. Okay, dear guys, I just, Mel, settle down. I just finished watching the broadcast of Barbara Bush's funeral, and I have to say Jeb Bush's tribute to his mother was probably the best speech I've ever seen him make. It was warm, heartfelt, funny, poignant, brought tears to everyone's eyes. And as the crowd sat in revered silence, the first thing to pop into my head was... 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 Please clap. Yeah, I saw some of that. I blame you guys for this. It was good, and I thought a little of that would have gotten him elected president. Uh, Marshall's News on the way. I suppose we'll get to the C-bomb and a whole bunch of other stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Article over the weekend, how much is Donald Trump actually worth by the guy that uh, used to try to figure that out for the Fortune 500, you know, that magazine, the list of the richest Americans or whatever? He used to try to figure that out, and he now has new information uh, about Trump's actual worth, and it's, uh, it's quite shocking, if accurate. Is it possible the president is a shameless self-promoter? Well, I assumed he was exaggerating at $10 billion, but he may be exaggerating by a lot. Oh, no. Which is what I believe to be the real reason why he's so reluctant to do his could tax be, release. Very well oh, could absolutely. Be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very well could be. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the alleged Tennessee Waffle House shooter is still at large. Police saying he's considered armed and dangerous. The 29-year-old accused of killing four people when he stormed a Waffle House nearly naked early Sunday morning and opened fire. Now, I have been in, he showed up, I think, at 3.45 a.m., and uh, I have been in many a Waffle House at that time of morning, and uh, somebody walking in naked is not the sort of thing where you would say, oh my God, that Mm. guy's naked. You would just continue eating your waffles. Like, oh, it's Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Chuckle to yourself and continue eating. (laughs) But go on. Nashville police say the actions of one man undoubtedly saved lives. James Shaw Jr. was there with his friends when the shot started. Shaw hit the gunman with the door while the gunman was having trouble with that gun. I saw the barrel of the of the machine gun or assault rifle aimed down, and then I was like, I gotta go now. I said it's either now or never, because if he reloads it, then it's going to be real bad. Now, shot continuing. I hit him with the swivel door, and then the ga- the gun was kind of jammed up, and it was pushed down, so we were scuffling. I managed to get him with one hand on the gun, and then I grabbed it from him, and I threw it over the countertop. And then the guy ran out the door. Yes. Took off with another couple guns. You know, this hasn't been mentioned, and it doesn't matter. This is not an attempt to criticize the hero of this story. But he almost certainly had to be a little intoxicated. You're not at a Waffle House at 3, 4 to 5 in the morning after leaving the clubs. And Did he leave the clubs or was yeah. he? Uh, oh, no, okay. he was out, right. he was yeah. out with his friends, yeah. um, which yeah. might help your actually help your decision making if right. you're at the right level of intoxicated. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> a uh, shooter. Boldly making decisions you might not make yeah. uh, right. during the daytime hours. Yeah, I'm familiar with that uh, phenomenon. Shooter was known to police. He was arrested last July by the Secret Service for being in a restricted area near the White House and refusing to leave, saying he wanted to meet President Trump. And the police in Illinois, where the shooter lived at the time, revoked his state firearms card and four guns were taken from him. Those guns were given to the shooter's father on condition he keep them away from the son. But a Nashville police spokesman said the father has now admitted he gave the guns back to his son. He gave them back to his son, who is crazy enough to end up at the White House at one point. You know, I get the idea of not wanting to establish a new bureaucracy of holding on to your guns for you. I get why they'd entrust them to a family member. But come on, anybody who's familiar with any family dynamics knows this kid went immediately, this guy, to, hey, Dad, give me my guns back. you got to give me my guns back. Right. Why won't you give me my guns back? And it's There's possible. plenty of crazy in the family, obviously. It's possible that Dad, you know, has been around the kid and the kid had problems or whatever and feels like the kid was back to normal or okay now or something. Who knows? Or he's a doofus. I don't know which. President Trump's nominee for Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, facing serious opposition now before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. The panel may not have enough votes to recommend him for confirmation, as all the Democrats 
and at least one Republican have said they will oppose him in today's vote. I don't get this. This will be the first time this has ever happened where somebody is not confirmed out of the committee and then gets confirmed in the Senate. But why did they yes, even... Yes, the lack of confirmation right. by the committee will lead to him being confirmed by the full Senate. So let's not so get our panties in a wad. But so what's the point of the whole Here's thing? the significance yes. of it. A, no Democrat will vote for him, though 100% of them said yes to him being the head of the CIA. Right. Which is just the ridiculous hardcore partisanship of today. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's, it's no way to run a country. Stupid, stupid, stupid. It's where we are as right. a country where nobody would vote for anything that was Obama's when he was president because it looks like you're siding with him, and now nobody will vote for anything that has anything to do with Trump because you're not part of the resistance if you do that. Politically, that is ridiculous. But why do we have a system where a committee votes and then it doesn't make any difference what they thought? Well, you know, it could. Someday, it it never has, but someday it could in the future, but not in the case of Pompeo, because it's trumped up. Listen, Rand Paul really doesn't like the guy because of his complicity and enhanced interrogation, and he thinks he's too interventionist, too much of a hawk. I can completely respect that. And and then it goes to the full Senate and the American people in the Senate say, hmm, this Pompeo fellow, he was up for Waterboarding, and he's a bit of a hawk. What do we think? But according to everybody who's counted votes, there are enough votes to get him through in the Senate. So uh, it's useful for pointing out right. what sort of guy he is. But the cable news is so whipped up on this, the vote uh, in the committee thing. And ultimately, I don't think it'll have any significance. Well, what you mentioned is yeah. what's significant. And I wonder how long that will last. It started before Trump. It will continue right. after a Trump. The, where you uh, can't vote for anything that the opposition party's president is for. That's just ridiculous. Right. Or somebody will run to your extreme, your right or your left, depending on whether you're a Republican or Democrat, saying... You want Jim Johnson, who voted for one of Trump's nominees, or you want me, who will oppose him at every measure? Right. So that's that is no way to run a country. Well, and the dumb part of it, if your side engages in it, is that say the Obama administration's still in office yeah. and they're going to pass something. They will find a way through reconciliation or executive order or whatever. They are going to f- sign something. If you had engaged in in uh, in uh, what do they call it, uh, regular order. If you'd engaged in politics, you could have gotten that something 30% your way. You could have made it better for you, better for your constituents, better for the country, etc., etc. But then, because you'd ultimately then vote for the compromise that you wrought, you'd be seen as helping Obama. And so you'd get voted out of office even though you produced a much better outcome than the obstructionists did. That's why it's so friggin' stupid, all of it. Somebody else, by the way, who is uh, whipped up this morning about all this is President Trump, who tweeted minutes ago, hard to believe obstructionists may vote against Mike Pompeo for Secretary of State. The Dems will not approve hundreds of good people, including the ambassador to Germany. They are maxing out the time and approval process for all. Never happened before. Need more Republicans. I think it's going to happen for a while. It's the new world we live in. Yeah, I'll admit the Republicans slow-walked a bunch of Obama's judges. But, yeah, the... And and before that, it went the other direction. Bush, it's been going more that direction for many presidents in a row. More and and more shameless, yeah. And now we're to the end where nobody will vote for anything of the opposition president. Well, and the stupidly hilarious part of it is if you watch the cable news, you hear the lefties just screaming how the Trump administration has dismantled America's diplomatic core and and the State Department's weakened and we don't care about diplomacy anymore. The Trump administration has an auditorium full of diplomats and ambassadors that Chuck Schumer is slow-walking. 
and won't even hold a hearing on, much less approve. So it's, God, just the lying liars. I hope I see the end of this period in my lifetime. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of a nation. Squawky, you remind us of what this country is supposed to be about. Birds? Birds. Feathered flight? Mm, swooping down out of the night sky and plutching up terrified mice. That's what. Uh, Snatching them and tearing them apart with their razor-sharp beaks. That's what this country's about. <laughs> wow. Looking for mice in fields. Right. That's what this country is built on. Yes. Eating rodents. Um, what direction do we want to go? Uh, I live northeast, so that's where I'm going. Um, I do want to do the uh, Facebook story from 60 Minutes at some point. I, I, I finally understand what was going on with the Cambridge Analytica thing and everything. Nice job by 60 Minutes. For those of us who are too slow to understand it, I guess. The longest at-bat in Major League Baseball history happened yesterday with a Giants batter. I watched it! You did? You happened to be watching it? It was excruciating. (laughs) (laughs) Among other things, on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So among things we're going to get to on the Armstrong and Getty Show, I finally understand the Facebook Cambridge Analytica story, thanks to 60 Minutes last night. Maybe I was just slow, but I now get it. Um, also, this story, cops tried to unlock a phone with a dead guy's finger. That's what we all feared, isn't it, people? Was he still attached? Uh, of course, yeah. it doesn't really matter, does it? No, yeah, they did it at the at the funeral home. Huh. Dead man's hand. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I object to that. Do dead people have rights? Mm. Constitution doesn't mention the dearly departed. Did you see Trump was tweeting during Barbara Bush's uh, funeral service? No. <laughs> like he was watching it and tweeting about it. Well, uh, he was tweeting stuff at Comey, so he. Apparently wasn't watching it, okay. even though his wife was there. I wasn't sure if and, he was just live tweeting the event. Like, oh, nice speech. Anyway, um, well, yeah, I just maybe he wasn't aware. Like, is I was I was doing other things, and it's funny. I was surprised a bunch of people in IRL in real life came up to me and said, "Yeah, did you see the uh, Barbara Bush uh, funeral? Thought it was beautiful." It hadn't even occurred to me to watch it. How about if you were president, four other presidents, and your wife were there? That's a little different. Yeah, seems like yeah. you'd be aware of it. Yeah. Um, oh, so that's where the, I saw like a picture going around that was getting memed of uh, Barack sitting next to Melania, and they were kind of chuckling or whatever, and it was a f- caption, this picture sort of thing. So that's where that came was from. Was it naughty? And most of them were, were <laughs> yeah. veering on the, from the anti-Trump crowd. Gotcha. <laughs> um, went to a parade on Saturday. My local town had a big uh, yearly thing and a giant parade that they have. Probably the biggest parade we have all year in our town. Is it just a local thing? Yeah. That, it yeah. wasn't a big uh, thing. No, just day, a local day, thing. Yeah, great. Just a local thing. I love that localism. Local, local. Parades are great. Mm-hmm. Love a parade. Oh. Um, they had they they have uh, it's it's all about the university, and so there's all kinds of different displays by various um, like segments of the university, like the the etymology crowd that studies bugs. Is that, yes. is that etymology? And so yeah. they got a bunch of bugs and they dress like a giant spider. And got a I mean, bunch just of butterflies and stuff like that. Yeah. But there, so there was a fencing display that went through the parade that my kids really liked. They would stop every so Jeez, often. I was and, thinking the barriers between yards. 
thought, what the hell? No, the ability to repel someone with a sword. Right, yeah. It's a, okay, that's a, not like chain link and redwood. But it was fencing like right. you see on uh, the Olympics, the long yeah. pointy one yes. and the masks and everything yes. like that. And my kids were really into it because they stopped right in front of us and did some fencing. And I mean, what's cooler when you're a little kid than watching people oh, sword fight, basically? sword fights. Oh, yeah. What? That was cool. But a little bit later in the parade, there was a new club that I'd never seen before. I wonder if they just formed historical fencing oh, in which they had like old timey looking swords and dressed like old timey times yes. and, and sword fighted and my like, kids really went ape for that one wow like the three musketeers yeah more the like renaissance that. fair crowd now <laughs> yes. has a club yes. sport yes yes <laughs> really enjoyed that wow no more quidditch guys <laughs> historical fencing oh funny you mentioned quidditch so i'm wearing my gryffindor t-shirt yeah that's a that's a harry potter reference which i wouldn't have known a month ago but now i know we pronounce it gryffindor Okay, um, yes. so I got this T-shirt at Target. I'm wearing my Gryffindor T-shirt, and 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 I you walked down like the street, old man. <laughs> and I walked down the street, and some guy says, "Are we going to have to fight?" I'm a Slytherin man. Oh boy! Which is the oh. other. Because oh. he fancies himself a tough guy. I thought, oh, you tired. I thought me these out. are the conversations I now have because I've read <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what a funny thing for a dude to say. Um, but as always, refer to Laura as Hermione and insist that's her real name. You'll freak him out. He'll go home and tell everybody he knows. <laughs> um, there were a number of political entrants in the parade, as usual, like one standing up for Israel, one standing up for uh, Nepal or Tibet or something. Mm. Um, the Confucius group, aren't they spies? The Confucius. Oh, the Confucius Institute yeah. or Confucian Institute. Yeah, it's absolutely lousy with spies, and only a completely greedy, unwise America-hating university would uh, welcome them, allegedly. But anyway, all those pass through, and it's a it's a very liberal crowd. And then the the uh, the they didn't call themselves Republicans because they know that's not a good idea. But they called themselves small government. Whatever, there's like eight people with signs, small government, lower taxes. Yeah. kind of walk along and everybody goes, rawr, 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 rawr. that's the Trump people. Rawr, rawr. How are we going to get our government provided utopia with I these thought, idiots around? I thought, just for my own fun, I would like to ride our horse banjo in the parade with a MAGA hat and a Trump t-shirt. Yes. Maybe two guns. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> just to take the abuse. Two cap pistols. <laughs> yeah. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> just to take the abuse from everyone. I'm the rootinist. <laughs> Just be a caricature of that sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. God, that'd be oh, great. Just let people hurl insults and maybe things at me. Throw Monopoly money out <laughs> yeah, at everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, great. You got to love the parade that always has, you know, a couple of old guys in an old timey car waving at people. Oh, Not exactly sure. sure what they're doing, but that's sure. fine. You got the occasional city councilman sitting in an oh, older yeah. car uh, yeah. waving at people, and people are like. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are saying, are you going to throw me some candy or no? Okay, right, move along. Saying. Fire engines? Oh, With yeah. the siren way, way too loud, frighten the children? Uh, yeah, way too loud. Yeah. Lots of fire crazy. engines, lots of bands. Good time. Ooh, boy. I love a parade. So this guy's getting a lot of uh, attention. Dylan McWilliams, he was attacked by a shark in Hawaii the other day. 20-year-old, bitten by a 6-foot, 6-8-foot eight, tiger shark and Thursday off the waters off uh, Kauai. Um, I've been there. I was uneaten by sharks. But it turns out the backstory on this guy bitten by a shark, he'd previously uh, survived attacks by a bear and a rattlesnake in his life. So, uh, rattlesnake, well, I've never been bitten by any of those. That's extraordinary. Right. A yeah. rattlesnake could happen to anybody. A bear attack is really rare. Uh, and then a shark attack is like winning the lottery twice in one day. All right, losers. I've got this. Signed, a lion. 
<laughs> is he just send the lion in? All right, I'll finish this. Is he just going to stay indoors from now on? I welcome this gentleman to my avid endorsement club. The outdoors is clearly not for you. They do not right. want you, kind sir. Yeah, no they, kidding. They've been you... trying to tell you to stay away. What are you, kicking animals or something? He was uh, sleeping outdoors at a Colorado summer camp. Uh, he had to fight off the bears that dragged him 12 feet. Oh, God. It, he uh, kicked the, then the shark was chewing on him, and he kicked it and swam back to shore. You get bit by a snake, you think, i got to get to the hospital or something, but I'm, I'm going to be okay. I wouldn't think I'm going to die. Yeah. A bear drags you 12 feet, you think it's over. Right. A shark comes up and starts biting you, you think it's over. Those yeah. last, like, 10 feet probably <laughs> felt like 90 miles. Oh, yeah, and it seemed like it, it took 10 minutes, I'm sure. The uh, rattlesnake thing was a dry bite. Only enough venom to make him sick for a couple of days. That's what you're hoping for, but... Dang, it's summertime, too. The snakes are starting to come out, and I'm worried about Baxter. we got to get him that training. Because he's, God, he's so dumb. I mean, he's smart, but he's dumb. Anything moves, he chases it. I used to have a drinking buddy who got attacked by a bear. Really? He had this kind of hair thing on his head that he could lift off because the bear, took the, bear took the top of his head off. Wow. Chimony. Yeah. God. He's an interesting dude. He wasn't quite right. Yeah. Because of that, you think? I think because going of that. Or it. maybe going into it. For all I know, he smeared himself in honey and went and laid in the woods. I don't know. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Facebook is evil. I mean, it's just, it's as clear as clear can be hey, now. they have lawyers. All right. Allegedly, in your opinion. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.